Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Take a Wild Guess, the show where I tell you the story of an object, a place, a historical event or a name and you guess what I'm talking about. So today's episode is called The Monster Who Fed the World. It is a story that I had read 4 or 5 years ago when I was studying to be a chemical engineer. It is about a certain grey character from history. I call him grey because his invention led to the elimination of the threat of famine in large parts of the world. But at the same time, he was also responsible for the death of millions of innocent people. Do you know what I am talking about or who I am talking about? If not, listen on. Maybe you will figure it out by the end of today's story. And even if you don't, you can always take a wild guess. So let's begin. Now before we dive into our story, let us talk a little bit about food. Now all of the food that we eat comes from plants. Either we eat the plants ourselves or we eat the animals that feed on these plants. So growing nutritional plants with a high yield and in as many quick cycles as possible is the basis of eradicating world hunger. Okay now this is going to sound like a primary school science lesson but bear with me. Okay this part is important. So now what are some of the major things that plants need to grow? They need energy which they get from sunlight, carbon dioxide which they get from air and water and nutrients which they get from the soil. One of the major nutrients that plants need to grow is nitrogen. Now a way to increase yield is by supplying these nutrients to the plants and by enriching the soil. In simpler words, by fertilizing. Now till as recently as early 1900s, the best supplies for nitrogen were nitrates which were mined in South America and bird droppings. Yes, you heard that right. After a lot of hard work as you can imagine, ships filled with bird poop used to provide the necessary nitrogen for fertilizers around the world. And this is where our hero comes in. He was born in Poland in 1868 and as a young man he was very ambitious. He had once said, we only want one limit, the limit of our ability. The fact that he was also a die-hard German nationalist and a Jew in a Germany where anti-Semitism was on the rise only fueled his ambitions. But we'll come back to that later. Now let's talk about the hero's journey first. After studying chemistry in the University of Berlin, he started working with BASF, which stands for Baden Aniline and Soda Factory, which was and actually still is the world's largest chemical company. Here he developed a certain process that made fertilizer production much easier and without using any pesky raw materials like bird poop. This process was revolutionary as the raw material required was super cheap and very abundant. This led to a huge increase in crop yields and today it is said that half of all the nitrogen in our body is owed to fertilizers produced using this process. It is even said that 2 out of 5 people in existence today owe their lives to this man because either them or their ancestors were saved from famine due to crops grown using this process. This invention is called the most significant technological innovation of the 20th century. So then why do I call this godly sounding man a monster? Listen on. Now as I mentioned earlier, he was a Jew in early 20th century Germany, desperate to prove his patriotism. 
when the first world war broke out britain blockaded the ships which carried nitrogen into germany in the hopes that it will starve the country into surrender nitrogen was also required for making explosives and thus the country was in a problem the heroes process solved both of these problems the nitrogen that was thus produced was used to make explosives so apart from the food the explosives which have been made using this process have cumulatively led to the death of over 100 million people around the world since its invention around 100 years ago this man was so maddened by his need to prove his nationalism that in 1915 he was made captain in the army and he directed releasing 400 tons of chlorine gas on allied forces 6000 allied men were killed this is considered the first chemical attack in history he is not sounding so godly anymore right well listen on after the war he was awarded the nobel prize for his invention something that obviously the allied nations didn't approve of and this led to them boycotting the ceremony for that year anyway as you can imagine he became a celebrated and rich man so you would imagine that he would have a nice life after the world war right well no a rich jew was the biggest eyesore of post world war 1 germany the people hated him he was exiled from germany in 1930 and died of heart attack shortly afterwards this led to one of his colleagues and close friends to say this about him his life was the tragedy of the german jew the tragedy of unrequited love this friend was a german physicist you might have heard of him he was called albert einstein but the worst irony is yet to come another one of his many inventions was a cyanide based pesticide gas it was called the zyklon b if this name sounds familiar it's because this is the same gas that was used by nazis in the second world war to kill millions of innocent jews and this included this person's sister brother and their children do you know who i'm talking about even if you don't take a wild guess the man is fritz haber the man who invented the haber bosch process that can produce ammonia from atmospheric nitrogen this process was advertised as bread from air because you know air is pretty abundant and one last piece of primary school science before i go 73% of air is nitrogen that brings us to the end of today's story if you like this episode please subscribe and share it with your friends If you have any comments criticism or feedback please write to me at tawgpodcast@gmail.com or message me on our Instagram handle Till next time I am your host Chaitanya Ganu and this is Take a Wild Guess